Hi everyone, we're back. Yes, we're back with another episode. I'm so excited to be back recording. Like doing this is honestly kind of therapeutic, just having conversations with my sister. So happy to be back. And this time we're bringing back to the original old school ways, recording in our apartment, no fancy studio setup, but be excited for some high quality video uploads coming soon. But unfortunately this time, Samantha's not here, but you'll be blessed with Samantha and I. Yes, we're still going to make it a party, everyone. We're still going to have a good time. But yeah, so just what's going on with your week this week, Sydney? Anything new? Um, I wish I could say life is different, but life is the same. I've been brought into 2023, though, with some newfound energy and some motivation. Same. I've finally gotten adjusted to being post-grad and kind of working the nine to five life while also balancing some other passions and interests. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like 2023 is a reset, a refresh. So life has been good. I mean, you're bigger than me, so you see it. But for the listeners, I don't have any major updates, but I will say I'm excited for what the future has to bring. And I think our discipline will kind of help with that. I agree with that. Like, I'm just trying to come in with new energy this year. And I also feel like we have gotten more adjusted to being post-grad, too. And it kind of feels like it's a second semester, in a sense. I don't know. Yes. Just second semester of my first year post-grad. So second semester has been pretty good for the most part in my past college year. So we'll hope the trend continues, even though we're post-grad. But today it's a Sunday night and I don't know, I have work tomorrow. And for some reason I feel the dread of like, I'm going to school for work, but it's okay. We're going to have a good Monday, but also just live in the moment and have a good Sunday night. I agree. I think it, it does feel like I'm going to school, but I, I work know. from home. Like, no oh, one can bring me into the office lucky. unless the team is going to exactly. the office. Exactly, like, she's lucky. What am I here for? Like, why am I here? I, I got food at home. <laughs> I got everything here in the apartment. But it does kind of feel like a day by yourself. So I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to start getting up, formulating a routine. Because rolling out of mm-hmm. bed and, like, hopping on Zoom calls is just not it. I just feel so unproductive. But it's just so hard to motivate to go into the office. So maybe I'll start doing that in 2023. We'll see. But, yeah. Exactly. Sydney is blessed, everybody. She gets to work from home on Monday. Literally, I feel like your job does a good job with that. Guys, no joke. When people, when you're looking for jobs next year, if you haven't graduated college, it's honestly it is nice having looking for a job that does offer some sort of hybrid situation. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it depends on the person for sure. Because mm-hmm. some people, they enjoy going to the office with all their friends, camaraderie, like when people are forced to go in. But for me, I feel like if it's a mix of people and people I don't talk to, then it's like, I could have stayed home. Right. Obviously, I'm a social person and can make some friends um, with the people who are in the office. Like that's, totally fine but the social battery is drained we also have work to do so i can't be on this excel spreadsheet trying to small talk so exactly it just depends i have to go in the office um from monday and thursday and it would be perfectly fine but guys i have to go in at 8 a.m and (laughs) 
I'm just like, no, but it's okay. I'm with Sydney on more positivity this year. So I'm going to start trying to take advantage of my mornings, even if it's like doing little things, like whether it's journaling or something, I don't know, just to get into the right headspace. And then after work, just want to make time to hang out with friends or even work on things like this, our podcast. So look forward to more content from us this year. A few weeks ago on our Instagram, we asked you all to give us some questions, anything you wanted some advice on or our thoughts on, and you all asked some really good, deep, personal questions, and today we're just going to answer that. Yes, I'm so excited because I love giving people advice. I feel like I'm always um, just, I don't know, I love being a listening ear, so excited to go through these questions. I definitely agree. I love giving my opinion and two cents, so here we go. The first one, Savannah, which someone sent in, is talking just about how to stay positive when it seems like life has nothing positive to offer. Okay. Like there's nothing positive, nothing positive about. If that makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I definitely understand this. I feel like there's been so many different periods in my life where I felt like there was kind of like a dark cloud over me. I don't know how to explain it. But something that I've been trying to do recently is I feel like you can find one good thing that happened in your day, whether it's the woman who you, if you went to Starbucks, the barista was super friendly and nice to you, or if somebody gave you a compliment on your outfit. So I feel like there's always good energy going on around us and just trying to focus on those little things in your life even when everything else seems pretty bad. I think that's a good point. I also think for me, little things don't add up. For me, <laughs> I got to see the big picture. Like a compliment's nice and it is going to make me happy for about 30 seconds. Um, maybe that's a bad mentality to have, but I kind of look at things in the big picture. So yeah, it might seem true. like there's nothing to be happy about in the, I mean, realistically, we should probably implement both of these viewpoints and be probably a little more positive. But I kind of think maybe like six months ago, I had just graduated. I'm just going to use this example because it's a real one um, and wasn't working uh, at home. But and so you might have been living a life with friends and whatever. But now you're in a new city and it might feel kind of hard. And I guess it's just a transition that could feel really sad, especially if like there's nothing going on, nothing new, it might be lonely. But you can't look about look at the ways you have progressed. Like you're taking a risk to move somewhere, you're taking a risk to start a new job, or you met someone new, or like made a new friend, or you're working on uh, reading new books, and that's something that brings you joy. I think just seeing how far you progressed in different ways and areas, and just seeing how life has changed in the past for the better, can give you hope for the future. I agree with that. And I also even think, too, that whenever I'm going through a struggle or something bad is going on in my life, I like talking to people who have experienced similar things and seeing how they were able to get out of it. And if you don't have someone to talk to, it's even nice turning to the internet or even a podcast like this and just hearing about different people's experiences, because I think it's so great to hear and just see people on the other side of where you might currently be yeah I definitely agree I think so if you're going to combine all this like being happy in your day-to-day doing something that brings you joy every day if you can whatever that may be uh as well as just like 
looking at the journey and looking at how right. far you've come or things that you have changed or experienced in the past that have changed for the better. And then relying on the resources around you, the people, your support system. If you don't have a strong support system right now, like trying to find those people mm-hmm. and just turning to the internet and uh, other, I guess, resources, podcasts, whatever. I know the internet can sometimes feel like a dark, toxic place, but there's also a lot of positivity in people and connections that can be made online as well, which I know we've said this in so many other episodes, but you can use that to your advantage. And there's the bright side of that too. So those would be my suggestions. Exactly. And also on the note of the internet, I actually am writing an article for our website about this. So feel free to visit because I'm going to write down things that I like to do when I'm sad. So feel free to read that article after this. I love how that was a quick promo moment that just happened to fall into our lap. That was actually kind of crazy. Um, Okay. Moving on to question number two. Also, whoever sent in this question, definitely keep us updated. If you want any more advice, feel free to DM us. Right, exactly. And if we can be a little more specific and help Mm -hmm. you out, that would be great too. Because if you, we have been through so many things in life. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask us. Or if it's something we haven't experienced, always down to brainstorm with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number two gets a little interesting. So the next question is kind of interesting. This person says, my boyfriend says not leaving the house is his personality. So I guess the boyfriend is antisocial and it doesn't relate to the girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm getting from it. Okay, guys, this might sound very harsh. But my thing is, you cannot change somebody else. And (laughs) if they aren't social, and that's just who they are, I feel like they've shown you who they are. And there's nothing wrong with someone not being social. But in the sense that if if that's their personality, that's who they are. And I feel like you should either just accept those traits, or if it's something that is a non-negotiable for you, move on. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, feel too. <laughs> I thought for this question, it kind of is what it is. Like, some people just mm-hmm. aren't compatible. Like, if you're a social person and you need another super social person, then you're not going to get that by forcing and, like, create, trying to turn right. someone into someone that they're not. Business. I feel like that would just be annoying. And you like, can't. I hate when you drag, like, you know when, you, when someone drags you, I was like, come out, come out, when you're right. just a horrible time because you're not in the mood to be out. Imagine that all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not even worth it. Um, obviously, if that's something, like, if you find, like, that's just not a huge issue, then by all means, just move on and kind of accept that. Maybe you can find ways to compromise and right. activities that maybe he's more drawn to do. Like, <laughs> I'm picturing him being, like, into museums or, like, going out, going to read, or maybe he likes going to, maybe just, like, chill nights at restaurants or chill nights in but maybe you can kind of like I guess fuse both of your interests like maybe he likes to cook dinner at home and eat like really good food and make a good meal maybe you go to a cooking class or maybe you can go to a really good restaurant if that's like something that kind of takes you out takes him both of you guys out but still blends in food like stuff like that like finding stuff to do but if he's not interested in I guess like going out in the speed that you are or doing a lot of things that you're interested in because I think going out might just be a phase like you're not gonna be i don't know like 
I guess, I guess some big deals going clubbing. Like, it just depends. But some people just want stuff to do. Like, I'm the type of person who has to leave the house. So then I just feel like you can't change them. So Yeah, I feel like maybe for this is just like you have to accept someone for who they are or if you don't want to accept it that's fine too and if it causes a breakup it causes a breakup you'll find that person who will leave the house with you yeah with all these questions i always just need so, a little exactly. context so because Instagram only lets you say so much in these little text boxes but um yeah i think that's the at the end of the day, it's kind of like that's just their personality, and you either deal with it or kind of just right. Move on. But keep us updated on that situation. We're rooting for you guys, and if it's the best thing for you, we hope you stay together. But if not, that's fine too. Okay, you yeah. Number three. Okay, so question number three is, how do I stop being a shut-in and go out? Okay, this is kind of similar to the question that you just answered. But I guess in this one, it's a little Mm -hmm. different because you want to start going out and doing more and being around people. I think you can kind of analyze this in a way it's like, what's driving my desire to want to, like, go out? I think it just depends, like, is it because I'm kind of just, like, unfulfilled with being at home? Or am I feeling, for, or, I mean, like, called, like, I don't know, boring because I'm staying home? Like, it's the just, way like, I also, so, the say? way I see this one, too, it could also be, like, you want to make more friends and be more social. So I feel, because sometimes I feel like if you feel like you don't have a reliable person to go out with, especially in college or in school, if you don't have a reliable group of people, you might be more prone to stay in, which is totally understandable. So if that's the case with this situation, I say find that one person who you feel like if you go to a party, they're not going to leave you. Like just one person who you think will be a reliable friend and try going out with that person. See, I kind of, I agree with that. If that's the case, I kind of interpret it as how do I like stop sitting in bed because that's like my comfort zone. Okay, like, yeah. I'm not really like feeling like going out. Like, how do I push myself to go beyond my limits? Because like I want to go out, but like I'm too tired to go out. Like, I bet people always say like they're just so tired after work or after whatever they're doing in the day that like on the weekends they want to sleep, but they also want to kind of enjoy life. So, I thought that is merging your advice as well. Finding people that make you excited to like right. get up and go, like finding a community of people where if you missed it, you would feel like, no, this is an opportunity to have such a great time. So I think you can assess kind of there. I also think too, um, like Sydney just said, sometimes like there's been times I felt like at the beginning of college where you would go out with people and it would just be like, they're not my people. And it really wasn't right a good time. So find those people who you feel like you would click with and who, if you were to go out with them, it would be a genuinely fun time, not just going out for the sake of me posting on my Instagram story to turn right back around, get in that Uber and go home. Definitely, because there's been so many times I thought, 
I waste the outfit for what? I could have stayed right. home. So, because I feel like, yeah, it all boils down to kind of community. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that is easier said than done. So, once again, message us. So, question number four: My friend is clingy, and how do I tell him he's annoying? Okay, this is something that I'm trying to fix this in 2023. But as a previous, I'll say reformed people pleaser, sometimes for me, it, it is hard to tell people the straight up truth that they're being irritating or just annoying. But yeah, so I feel like 2023, we are living for ourselves. If you think that if this friend is just doing too much that they don't allow you to have your own breathing room build your own community do the things that you like to do by yourself it's time to just be vocal and just say hey like I'm kind of interested I I don't know (laughs) maybe say like hey I I don't I don't know how to phrase it how I would phrase it I need to think on that but don't be afraid to tell your friend how you feel but and also you can say everything in a nice way. It doesn't have to be mean. It can just be nice, but stay honest. Yeah, I definitely think communication is key and whatever, but does this necessarily work like a oh you're being super clingy conversation? Or do you just start hanging out with I don't know. Like it depends on how this is happening. Like but I guess like hang out with people who are not including the texting kind of right. shady. Um, no one but to... I kind of see it as like one of those situations where <coughs> they rely on you for plans and you're the one who's friends with the other people, but they aren't friends with these other people and you're kind of like the middleman, but then when you you know like, and then when you bring them, like you have to kind of babysit because they're not having a good time with this group of people and this group of people might not be like friends with this person or like whatever. Or you just feel like an obligation to invite them like on anything you do, even if it's like one-on-one with a different person, maybe a conversation would be best just so it's not, it's just being authentic and coming with a grain of compassion and maybe saying like, why are they clingy to right. you? Right. I mean, if we're friends, so hopefully you can be vulnerable and say, I maybe they feel like they don't have any other friends to rely on, they feel lonely, they're going through a hard time. I think that's the kind thing to do. Because I feel like anytime people don't say that's anything, when it, it and it go, things go down. I think right. So I probably would say something and ask the question like, "Hey, we've been spending a lot of time together, and that's cool." But sometimes I just like my breathing room. Um, maybe something along those lines. I don't know. I'd have to think it through a little bit. But anything with if it's someone who said kindly, I feel like that's not on you. And like you said, Savannah, I kind of feel like again. It's time to live for yourself too. Like you also want to have a good time, and if it's if the other person is negatively impacting that, then it might be time to try and make some changes in some ways. But it's definitely rough and a delicate situation. Exactly, and hitting. I think you hit the nail on the head. Where if you're just upfront with people and tell people how you feel, you can avoid so many problems. So I say, even though it will be hard try to sit down and have a conversation with this friend and just be open about how you feel. Definitely. I think that's the way to go. Because you actually value this friendship. You don't want to hurt anyone's Mm -hmm. feelings. Exactly. And we're all grown here. We can figure it out. 
Hopefully. So that was all of our questions for this round. Thanks for everyone who sent one in. And this was really fun. I liked kind of seeing what other people are into. Yeah, I thought that this was really fun. Loved answering all of your guys' questions. And next time we do this, feel free to ask us questions and also provide more context too, because I would love to learn more about your life and the overall situation. And if anything else comes up, DM us. Yeah, definitely DM. It's like I said, Instagram is kind of hard mm -hmm. to be sending paragraphs in a text box. But this was really fun, and hopefully you found it helpful. Yeah, I hope that everyone has a good week, and we'll be back with more episodes. Be excited for this year, everyone, because I'm so excited for what's to come.